Welcome to the Inklecast. This week we're going to talk about fast travel in games, where it's used, why we hate it, why it's useful. I'm Tom. I'm Joe. I'm John. Alright, John, so you, I guess, sort of raised this one up today because you've been playing Tomb Raider. Yeah, so I bought Rise of the Tomb Raider, right, and I've been playing it, and it's... You know, a fairly solid Uncharted clone, right? Let's not to beat around the bush. And oh, if we got to that point where we call Tomb Raider a clone of Uncharted <laughs> yeah. now, rather than the other way around. Stuff keeps collapsing when you jump on it. Um, anyway, and so it has a story, and the story goes through, and you're kind of in this wilderness, and you break into this Soviet base, and, and so on, and the story is fine, and it, it's chugging along. But it has lots of kind of extra tombs and pickups and side quests, and, and that sort of Ubisoft collect them all model as well. But the thing that's been bothering me is there are tombs in region one that I can't do until I've picked up gear from region three. But the only way for me to get from region three back to region one is to use the fast travel bonfire teleport system, which is definitely not something that Lara Croft can actually do in the story of the game. It's definitely a cheat. So I'd probably say that this isn't really fast travel is it like not in the sense of like uh we talked about other games where um like in oblivion or something where you're just trying to go from a to b and you just can't be bothered to ride your horse there right and so that's the, really what a classic so the fast normal travel model of fast is. travel is, is it's a montage cut isn't it yeah it's like it, they just it's it's a driving sequence and they just don't bother showing yeah. it and then they arrive at their destination and that that's not even bad that's definitely good like, but even, even that, that is, more. Even that is kind of controversial, though, because there are the players who love the world so much and want to enjoy the world so much that they want to be there every single step of the way. They want to live in their character's it's, shoes. Yeah, I find that weird, though, because, like... When I was playing The Witcher, I was really enjoying riding the horse from A to B. The, the mm. environment is lovely. The riding feels nice. And then the point at which I felt like I'd ridden on this road three or four times and I didn't need to ride it again, the point at which the fast travel said, oh, I can just speed this up, was pretty much the point where I stopped playing the game. Because <laughs> I thought, well, I'm not really that interested in this world anymore. So... I think, yeah, I think it really depends how invested you are. When I played Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, that was when, I think that was peak video games for me. That was the yeah. time where I was like properly into the open world and I never used fast travel because I just loved being in that world and just every every step of the way, like I said. And But I can totally understand because I think right now, if I was to play another game, I would want to just skip to the... To the really kind of interesting bits yeah. the, the narrative beats or the the really good missions or whatever sometimes i feel like that's just too much control though like that that the problem is one of too much control because like my favorite open world game is probably still shadow of the colossus which mm. isn't really an open world game at all but i loved riding the horse out to find my colossus i love mm. that process of discovery and discovering the little cranny of the world but it was incredibly directed of course and there was no reason to go off piste or anything and then after you kill the Colossus, okay, quite what happened in the narrative is not necessarily clear, but effectively you fast teleported back to the hub because mm. the game recognised that there wasn't much interest in riding the horse back yeah. to the centre. And that was really nice. I love that it said you cannot fast travel out and you always fast travel in. But actually, and it just made that have, having it automated, distinct. having it just 
make the decision for you Literally completely changes path. it really completely changes it because if they'd said would you like to fast travel back to the start that would be a bit of a question of oh it's a bit boring but they're making me feel like i probably should yeah like, which makes you have that feeling of like i don't know that i'm liking this game because it's yeah. asking me if i want to do something and i don't want to do it yeah no i love i love the the kind of the clear authorial control of that Mm. that felt really strong to me and the the kind of the Tomb Raider example is almost the complete polar opposite of that because every time I hit one of these bonfire things I think well I, I could now fast travel back to zone one and go and do one of these tombs but why on earth would I do that yeah I've got no reason to do it at all like the only time I could imagine doing it is after I finish the game but if I've reached the ending of the game Surely by then I'm sick of Tomb Raider. Like, yeah. I've done enough Tomb Raiding for now. And you've probably got closure from the narrative as well by that point. Yeah, and I've done all the hard mechanics, and these things are never going to be explored. So I really can't work out what they're for. I mean, obviously they're there for people who like to collect absolutely everything in a mm. game. and to Which get I think is actually hours, a surprising is... number of people. It's maybe not us, but it, I think there are a lot of people who really do enjoy that. And, and kind... we shouldn't ignore that no, as well, no, no, because no. our own players <laughs> enjoy that. And it's kind of totally valid as well. If you spent your 50 quid on a game, you yeah. want to get as much game from it as, as you can. And that's, you know, I, I, I understand that. But... But if I had a choice between putting the extra tomb in level one where it doesn't make any narrative sense or putting the extra tomb in level three, which is the level I'm in when I get the thing that lets me open the barrier to that tomb, why would I not put it in level three? I, that, that's the thing that I don't quite yeah. get. I suspect like, it makes the world feel a lot bigger if there's zones like you can't get to early on in the game. So you have to keep jumping all around the map like you do in Metroid or something. Mm where sort of locked door says this world is bigger than you think, even if there's something really tiny behind it. And I could totally get with that if it was a sort of Castlevania structure where your your character actually goes back to somewhere mm. else. Mm. But she cannot possibly go back. Like, yeah, she's right. fallen That's... down a ravine and ended up in this region. <laughs> I mean, the fast I'd... travel is completely fictitious. I think it's like I'd she's al- dreaming. I think I'd um... almost rather, rather than put it in that previous world is just put it on the main menu of the game and just say you've unlocked an extra right. little puzzle content right. or and there, something. Right, there is one of those. There's a Croft Manor, as, okay. which is brilliant. I love Croft Manor. <laughs> I've always loved Croft Manor. <laughs> I remember in Tomb Raider 2 when you could first visit Croft Manor yeah, and you were yeah. all going, this is weird. What is it? It's not in the game, but it's in the game. We don't get it. It was fun. It was just... Everyone yeah. was like, but did you know there are secrets in Croft Manor? Oh my goodness, there are secrets. You know, it was superb and I really like that. And I'm probably going to play Croft Manor because I can get with that I, you know it, it is a freebie and I'm happy to play it I don't know but I, I can't work out whether I'm just being really fussy to be bothered by this at all but it feels just really strange yeah I think it just sort of breaks the narrative doesn't it because it's just it just doesn't make any sense it's just not coherent but then if it's asking me to stop thinking about the narrative why is it spending so much time telling me narrative when it yeah. does spend a lot of time telling me narrative it's almost like it's it's like it's trying to be everything at the same time. It just feels messy. Mm. But I don't know if that's a problem. So I guess that's not actually a problem with fast travel per se. No, exactly. It's more the kind of narrative structure. Exactly. Of the... I think it's just a very specific problem with Tomb Raider, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just that's a very yeah. odd design choice, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, fast travel itself has its own inherent problems depending on who you ask i think Mm. Um, do you think there's ever any benefit to putting resourcing on fast travel like you can fast travel but you have to pay for the ticket or you have to 
spender something or yeah. other. I mean, I mean, Morrowind had a sort of version of that where you couldn't fast travel, but you could pay basically for taxis around the world. Right. I can't remember if they were expensive or not. But yeah, I mean, GTA has that too. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, right. just paying know. for taxis. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the the prices are so low. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, but it, but actually, I think the problem with that is we already have a problem with fast travel that people don't really feel like they want to do it because they feel like it's cheating. And I don't know how much of a problem that is, but as soon as you put a price on it, that makes people even less likely yeah, to do it. Yeah, right. Um, because I was they, wondering if it would make it feel more like part of the genuine game. But... Right, so G- one good thing about GTA is that it shows different camera angles while you're in the taxi, so it starts to feel like a different experience. Mm. And so you feel like it's occasionally nice taking a taxi because you see a different side of the game, which I think is a really nice mm. solution, to make it feel more like a feature rather than a skip button. It might be nice as well if the taxi driver occasionally gave you missions. Yeah, so there was yeah. content you could only get via yeah. fast travelling. Yeah. So, you know, play with that convention a bit. Though that would make a lot less sense in something like The Witcher, right, where one of the things, the reasons why fast travel doesn't feel like a cool part of The Witcher is that you're missing out on all the pickups along the way. You're missing mm. out on the wandering monsters and all the kind of XP grind that you're basically supposed to do while mm. going from A to B. Like and there's not really any. I kind of don't like it. I don't like fast travel if it's done in a lazy way, just because it feels like you're saying our game's a bit broken because there's it's just everything's too far apart. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's just a bit boring going across the world. Therefore, we have to fix it with this uh, sticky plaster. Well, one thing I've really noticed as well. I mean, I I haven't played that many open world games, I guess, but the ones I have, they seem to really insist on driving you from A to B to A to B. To C to B to A to B to A to B to D to E to A. To... There's always this kind of core little loop that they want you to go over again and again. So in in Red Dead there was the little town and the Bonnie's farm, and you have to make that journey about ten times before it okay. lets you get out of that area. And The Witcher does the same thing with I mean, the Baron's I do, castle. I do really like the sense of having a home though in a game of having your own base yeah, that no, you I, get familiar I, I'm, with. I'm not against having a hub point that you explore out on spokes. It's just it's more the hub, the core. It feels like a daily commute. It's the fact that you have to repeat the journey. I, I don't mind going back to the same farm every time, but I don't want to then have to go back to the same town, farm to town journey repeatedly. Okay. That felt to me like it was it was begging me to fast travel. It felt almost like it was trolling me and saying, mm-hmm. like, how many times are you going to do this journey, which is always the same? Mm, I think this is But it, it's quite a common design, maybe. Well, I mean, I've seen it in a couple of games. I don't know. Like, they want you to familiarise yourself with it. Or, yeah. Or something. Yeah, you often get it. So the ride there is sort of accompanied, so it's a sort of narrative introduction. Like in Red Dead, you'll often have to escort somebody. Yeah. So they're half showing you where the thing is. But then you finish the mission, it says, oh, well done, here's some EXP, and it just sort of leaves you there. And you, you sort of know, oh, okay, the next mission starts over here, I have to get there. But it does feel a bit... Like, it's sort of throwing you off the mission and saying, okay, now do you want to do some open world stuff? And if you want to fast travel, you can, that's allowed. But it does feel a little bit less directed than the rest of it. I wonder if you could make a sort of seamless fast travel where, you know, at the end of your mission scene, you have your play out cutscene or whatever you have. And then the other characters ride away and there's a sort of button press that appears on screen for a short time, which is just sort of, you know, ride with them back to back to town. And if you hit that button, then you'll jump cut back to town. Mm. And otherwise that button fades away and you're in your environment and you sort of have stayed behind. And you could you could kind of do a sort of optional jump cut button 
rather than a fast travel. Because I, I think one of the other things about fast travel is that you go to a menu where you then choose where you want to fast travel to, which is probably not what I want as a player. I probably want skip to the next bit, not yeah, I want to I go think, somewhere. I think it really also just needs to feel like a feature rather than a skip. Like I like the idea of go and ride with them because especially if it shows like a micro cutscene before it cuts yeah so that it sort of shows a conversation so you feel like you're getting something in return like you're getting something in return for saving some time and some faff yeah and that's that's quite good because it makes you feel like you're getting more value rather than less as a player yeah and maybe you could make it even into something that's a little bit of a characterful like, what kind of guy are you? I'm thinking about Red Dead now, I suppose. Like, are you the one who buggers off into the wilderness after having gone shooting? Or do you ride back with your posse? Like, mm. that's almost a role-playing decision. It doesn't need to have any consequences, but yeah. at least I can imagine it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think that sort of goes back to what I was saying about how they just leave you after the mission. Right, Like, yeah, the mission's exactly. over, now do what you want. The game never asks if you'd like to do anything yeah. with it. It's just... Like there's you know where to go next. There's something really want. cold about that. Isn't there is. There? That's yeah. it. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. That does seem like a really fixable thing, but maybe they they need to have a space where you feel okay. Now I can do the open world that I've been sold. Yeah. On. Exactly. I think. I think if you. Well, you know, but that's just literally an option for kind of I'll catch up with you guys later. You know. Mm. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you definitely do need to allow players to live in the world that you've given them. Yeah, and to leave the plot for a while. Yeah. 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 But maybe that should be an active choice rather than a passive choice. Yeah, I like that as a choice, yeah. I suppose the thing about fast travel systems is they are, as you said, a sticking plaster which was put on top of the game Mm. and has become a conventional sticking plaster. Yeah. A bit like a save point almost. Like it's just this thing you have to have because you've got to cope with the fact that people might get killed or turn off their PlayStation. So you just bung it in, but you don't really think about it and you don't bother designing anything for it because it's just such an ordinary piece of design. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. None of that would help with Tomb Raider at all, though. I think I'm just going to have to accept that. I I think as a player of Tomb Raider, I'm just going to decide to not go back and do those tombs because it doesn't make sense and I'm not okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think... think is it a, a brand new Tomb Raider game yeah, you're playing? Yeah, yeah I think the, the previous one. Right, the previous one had a similar system. It had a load of extra optional yeah. tombs. Because they went to this kind of hub-based. Yeah, like it was a series of connected hubs, and I think yeah. in the earlier one it made a bit more sense because you were kind of on this island, and maybe you could have connected it all right. up. Right. Yeah. But I don't know that really because mm. I definitely didn't. I didn't backtrack then either. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's generally a game with a lot of I guess you call it ludonarrative dissonance like you're meant to be this sort of survivor on an island but you own the island like it's yours like there's all these bonfires and you can just travel <laughs> freely between them yeah and then there's a bit with some dudes that you can kill I must admit the one thing about the second one I'm finding is I'm, the ludonarrative dissonance problem is not too bad so far actually it, it's making a lot of sense as a game like <laughs> I haven't I have killed a reasonably large number of henchmen at this point but it's not an, um, it's not a it's not a carelessly I mean, large. It's, it's just <laughs> mass murder. I well, mean, no, it's, it's not like it's not like it, it's not quite mass murder. Like the numbers are sort of. It's always sort of four or five people. It's not really like twenty or thirty. They're not really running at me. They're more sort of standing it's just in my more way. Kind of quietly. serial killer rather yeah, than like mass terrorism. Yeah, it's sort of. <laughs> 
it feels kind of like it's been balanced a bit like and that's quite <laughs> is nice. it because they became the poster child for um ludo narrative dissonance with the last one that incredible that first yeah. moment where she got her gun for the first time and she's like oh i don't know if i can kill him bang 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 bang, bang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. exactly this is quite fun yeah. <laughs> oh, no the poster child will always be bioshock infinite i think this kind of balance of thoughtful philosophical cutscenes and running around with a chainsaw thing <laughs> i remember a journalist quote who said he was playing bioshock and saying to his girlfriend oh it's really interesting and she wandered in looked at it five minutes went that's really dumb and also, <laughs> oh yeah it's uh, video games in a nutshell um, oh we've just fallen into the ludo narrative dissonance no, no, trap not we were no, no, we were discussing point. fast travel but i guess ultimately that is my problem with it is that like is that it's there for a gamey reason than because like, mm. maybe I'm supposed to do these tombs to grind XP to upgrade my bow. Maybe that's my game reason for do- going back and doing those tombs I, I don't want to do. And that would be valid from a gameplay point of view. She, there is a kind of role playing layer to it, which works quite well, actually. But I just I refuse to do it because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think maybe for me, it's the difference between a sandbox world and an open world where a sandbox world's like I don't know, GTA or Just Cause, it sort of makes sense that I can just teleport into a helicopter and jump out and go wherever I want because it's my world. But mm. in something that's meant to be, I don't know, more story-based, more contained... Yeah, it's like Tomb Raider is a lot more directed. Mm. It's, not, it's not really an open world in the same sense, which is why I think it's, it's really mm. broken. It's like it's asking you to rewind and go to an mm. earlier part of the game and do something. It's such a shame, though, because the actual design of, like... A linear progression with hub hub areas i think is a really good design actually i really like it mm. i think it's a much better design game than uncharted is in i like the role-playing systems i like the upgrade trees mm. they're light enough that i can get with them and I, I i really actually enjoy that so i feel like maybe all i want it to do is not let me go back to these earlier tombs but just anything that i missed any substantial bits of content that i just failed to find just stick them on the top level menu and yeah. say, if you really want to polish this game off, here's where you can do it. But yeah. it's not part of your experience. So it's really a, a tiny design problem, really. It's just like the entry point, right? Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. Like... But arguably, they have done that because I just there's this fast travel button. And if I don't ever press it, I preserve my precious narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to finish it off, you press it and you're fine. So maybe they've, they've just... They just skinned it in a way that I'm kind of getting all pantsy about. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if there's anybody else that's listening to this that's had the same problem. Or if this is just a dumb <laughs> It's just thing. literally me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be. Well, it's 50-50, isn't it? Yeah. The one thing, the last thing I was going to say was that we did have a fast travel system in Sorcery 3 as well. I remember we could teleport between the beacons. But that was fully in narrative. It, well, I mean, it was a magic blue gem thing. But sure, yes. but this is Sorcery. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. But the, that, like, we put that in and never regretted it. Like, it was mm-hmm. obviously the correct thing to do. Um, it was totally unambiguous, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think it no, is I definitely think it really possible f- for integrate. fitted with the tone, with the whole... The, the feeling of this shifting landscape where everything's mm. uncertain and the fact that you're able to just teleport around I mean, the map, I mean, completely makes it sense. It definitely would have been a worse game without it. Mm. Like, there's no question of that. Yeah. Interesting. And relevant for Secret Project Next, potentially. Right, okay. Yeah, well, we might have to think about this sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And on that yes. cryptic note... Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs>